friends, I'm Emma, and you are listening to Open Wide, a podcast for kids by a kid who loves going to the dentist. That's me. Yay! So sit back, take a deep breath, and open wide. Awesome! In today's episode, my very first dentist, Dr. Ali Bermard, dishes on the dirty little secrets of cavities. Nice. We'll crack open a, a new feature we're calling the Tooth Truth. Yes! All that and more. But first, let's get started with a little dental humor from a guy who loves a good joke. My dad! Why did the king go to the dentist? To get his teeth crowned. (laughs) Now, open wide for a fun fact from the Museum of Dentistry. Take it away, Patrick. Ever wonder what causes cavity and toothaches? People have been wondering that for as long as humans have had teeth. For thousands of years, the villain of the human tooth decay was believed to be the toothworm, an imaginary creature that gnawed teeth from the inside out, causing terrible pain. Attempts to cure victims range from luring the worm out by smearing honey on the outside of the tooth to smoking it out by burning henbane seeds. The toothworm was finally revealed to be an imaginary source of pain and frustration when Dutch scientist Anton van Leeuwenhoek identified a specimen said to be a toothworm as a worm that actually entered the victim's mouth in a piece of cheese. Now we know the cavities are caused by bacteria that love sugar and leftover food, and the more sugar they have, the more cavities they like to make. Seriously? That whole toothworm thing freaks me out. Thank goodness scientists debunked that one. My pal Patrick from the Museum of Dentistry in Baltimore will be back next week with more Wowza Teeth trivia. Okay, you have a cavity. No, 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 no! That's a word no kid wants to hear when you're sitting on the dentist chair. But it turns out they're pretty easy to avoid. If... You learn their evil ways. Hi. Hi, Emma. How are you? Good. Great. My first dentist, the incredible Dr. Ali Bermard, has been fighting cavities for decades. So I, my name is Ali Bermard. I'm a dentist. I've been a dentist since uh, 2001. And uh, I love what I do. I began asking him to describe his enemy. Cavity is when the tooth structure gets a hole in it. And the reason it gets a hole in it is that we all have these bugs that live in our mouth. We all have them. And these bugs just live there all the time. They live in our saliva, which is our spit. And if you have a lot of sugary things that sit on your teeth, these bugs love to eat on them. And when they eat that, the sugary, one of the side products they produce, imagine a better way to say it is that they eat the sugar and then they kind of poop out acid. You can think of it that way. 
kind of a cool thing, right? They're, they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're stuff that comes out, it's acid and it's called lactic acid. And these acids just erode and kind of, kind of um, melt the tooth that you have. And it, the hole gets bigger and bigger because of this acid. And when you don't wash your teeth, the bacteria have a chance to do more and more and more. The bugs eat more and produce more um, acid and the acid melts the tooth. That's how you get a cavity. Um, did he just say there were bugs pooping in my mouth? Yikes! I want to avoid that. Uh-oh. What causes cavities? When you have sugary things that feeds them is one of them. When you uh, have a dry mouth and your mouth is really dry and you don't have any saliva or you don't drink enough water in between your meals, when things get dry, again, bacteria can hide, the little bugs can hide and produce this acid that melts away your teeth. So eating sugary things, not drinking enough water and not brushing and flossing your teeth. Okay, spit is good. Got it. I wondered what Dr. B sees when he spots a cavity in a kid's mouth. It's a hole in the tooth that usually is a brown color. And it doesn't hurt in the beginning because the outside of your tooth is made out of a material called enamel, which is very similar to your nail. If you press on your nail, it doesn't hurt. Even if you touch it with a sharp object and if you cut it and with a scissor, it doesn't hurt because it's not alive. It's, doesn't, it's dead. So you're the top part of your tooth are the same thing. It's the hardest material in your entire body, harder than your bone or anywhere else. That's the enamel. And that part is not alive. So when the bacteria, the, the, when the bugs produce the acid, it eats away at it. You're not going to feel a thing. You won't even be sensitive until it gets bigger and bigger and bigger until it goes inside the tooth. Then you slowly feel a little bit of pain. The enamel is hard and dead. So how do you know when you have one? What happens is if you have a small enough cavity that's just on your enamel, you will definitely not feel anything. You will only slowly feel it when it's big enough that it's gone inside your tooth, which is why it's so important to have checkups done and catch the cavities while they're small. Because by the time you feel a cavity, it's a pretty big size. Okay, it's happened, you have a cavity. What then? If they're very, very small, you could use um, fluoride, which is, a, which is something that we can use that makes the enamel harder and remove the, the acid that's there. And your, your enamel, which is a top of tooth, will have a little bit of dent on it, but it'll still be okay. But once the cavity goes inside the tooth, there is not much we can do other than removing it with the little drill that we use in the office and cleaning all the bad acid and the bacteria that are living and having a party in that hole and cleaning it, make sure there's no more bugs left. Once it's all clean, we fill the hole with some materials that we have in the office. We have all sorts of different materials. We have plastic materials, we have metal materials, we have gold materials, we have 
ceramic materials, lots of little cool materials that we can fill that hole and make it look like a tooth again. Those jerks are having a party in my mouth. Normally, I love a party, but not this kind of party. So I asked Dr. B about his favorite filling. The ceramic stuff, the, the ones that look exactly like the tooth. They're very shiny, very hard, and they look really natural. That's my favorite. Dr. B mentioned if your cavity is small, fluoride is an option. But what the heck is fluoride, fluoride anyway? Fluoride is a material that is in, it just exists naturally in places. Um, uh, we, we even have uh, put a little bit of fluoride in the water in some provinces and some cities to, to have a little bit in your body. And when it gets integrated into any of the bones, it makes the crystals harder and more resistance to the acid that's there. Okay, toughen up teeth. If your parents are nearby you, you may want to distract them. Turns out we are more likely to get cavities. Depends on the adult. But most of the time, kids are more, more likely for two reasons. Well, actually, three reasons. One is that they like sweets a lot. They like to have lots of candy. That's one. Number two is that sometimes they forget to brush their teeth as good as they can because they're in a rush to go out and play or go and read their book before going to sleep. Um, and the, the number one reason is that kids eat lots of snacks. And when you eat a lot of snacks, then the, the bugs stay on your teeth longer. So adults, we all work or we, are, we have busy lives. So we, all, we barely get three meals a day. We have breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and we don't get to snack very much. Whereas the kids always eat a little bit, but eat like maybe six times a day. They'll eat a little bit of chips, a little bit of candy, a little bit of uh, juice, a little bit of you know uh, fruits and uh, all day long. And what happens is that the sweetness stays in the mouth lot longer. And in other words, if you were to to measure the sweetness in a kid's mouth in this in their saliva, it's a lot more than an adult because as adults we don't have time to sit and snack all day. But then some adults like, uh, let's say, secretaries that sit in an office, lawyers that do lots of paperwork, uh, computer engineers, cooks get a lot of cavities because they're tasting food all day long. Whereas people that work in institutions, like people in car factories or people in big factories that they don't get to have snacking in between. And one of the interesting parts, sometimes people in jail that don't get to have, you know, they don't get to go and have a coffee break and walk around. They only go to the cafeteria when they're allowed to eat. Those people don't end up getting very much cavities because there's not lots of sugar in their mouth all the time. Okay, for the record, my mom snacks more than I do. She has a couple of fillings in her back teeth. I wondered if there are places in your mouth you are more likely to get cavities. Mm, 
Usually the back teeth have more, more chance of getting cavities because when we brush, sometimes we miss the back teeth. These are really good questions, by the way. Wow. Okay, we've learned a lot about cavities, but I wanted to know what happens if you ignore them. They can grow bigger and bigger. The hole gets bigger and eats away at the tooth. And once the hole gets deeper and deeper into the tooth, it reaches the center of the tooth. And in the center of the tooth, there is the nerve and what that makes the tooth alive. It, you can think of it as the heart of the tooth. And when it gets very, very close to that nerve, then it becomes very, very painful. Aw, my tooth has a heart. And if it ever reaches the nerve, then there is no way to fix it other than killing the nerve. Because if we leave the nerve alive, that nerve is going to be in pain all the time. And even if you remove the cavity, it's too late. The nerve is too angry that we've left it so long and it's always going to be painful. So the only solution is to kill the nerve and then the tooth becomes numb forever and it won't hurt anymore. But that means big part of the tooth is destroyed and that's not good. I do not want an angry nerve. That sounds bad. So one last question. What is the number one thing you can do to avoid getting cavities? The number one thing to do to get less cavities, if you had to, if I had to choose the number one would be to have less snacking and having breakfast, lunch, and dinner and not snacking between so much. That's the number one. Thank you. You're welcome. Your questions were amazing, by the way. Take care. Bye, guys. Bye. Let's hear it for Dr. B. Take that, cavities. Now, newsman Elliot is here with a tooth cast you can sink your teeth into. Good day. I'm Elliot. Welcome to this week's edition of the Open Wide Toothcast. Bite-sized news about dentistry making headlines around the world. This one is for all the dinosaur lovers. Scientists have discovered a fossil of a skunk-like mammal that lived during the age of dinosaurs in Chile. Archaeologists found part of the jawbone with five teeth attached. It's called Orithurium tizen, which means beast of five teeth. Even though they called Tezen a beast, he was actually a herbivore, like a Brachiosaurus or a Triceratops. Next good news for old people. Fake teeth could one day be history, thanks to the discovery of an antibody that sparks the regeneration of lost teeth. Scientists were able to grow a whole new tooth in mice with just one dose. Don't get too excited, Grandpa. This is nowhere near ready to be tried on humans. Finally, some news you can use for the forgetful out there. A new survey reports that 18% of travelers forget to pack a toothbrush. Here's three tips on what you can do in a pinch. Number one, use your finger 
experts say brushing your teeth with toothpaste and a finger is an okay way to remove plaque. Number two, mix floss with mouthwash. If you forgot your toothbrush, but have floss and mouthwash, you are in good shape. Number three, use a washcloth. The rough texture will rub off more plaque than your finger alone could ever could. And that's it for this week's Open Wide Toothcast. I'm Elliot. Keep smiling. Shh. It's time for a peek inside Open Wide, the Open Wide Library. Here's today's edition of The Tooth Truth, featuring the Open Wide Librarian, my auntie, Mrs. Condwell. Okay, well, I want to go back to a classic about Curious George. <laughs> Emma, do you know who Curious George is? Yeah. Okay, so Curious George visits the dentist is one of my favorites because when I was teaching and when I was being a librarian, sometimes I would have little children come in who were afraid of the dentist. And they also liked Curious George, the monkey. So I would read this book about Curious George Visits the Dentist, where uh, can you guess how did George hurt his tooth, Emma? Um, falling and breaking a tooth? No, but I mean, that would be a good way. But he actually bit into a piece of fruit that was hard. The apple broke his tooth, so he had to go to the dentist. So Anyway, I had a little boy in my class that I was reading to who had done that. And then we read that Curious George did the same thing. And in all the Curious George books, George starts out the story afraid of something or nervous about something. And then by the end, he feels good about it. So that's what happened with the book. And it was good because he's so cute and funny. And because it's predictable, sometimes books that you know what's going to happen make you feel safe and comfortable. That's Curious George Visits the Dentist. So if you want to feel safe and comfortable and happy before you go, I recommend reading about The Cute Little Monkey. Okay, I got to get that book. So what does the Tooth Fairy really look like? I think I probably the tooth fairy looks like it has a big snorted nose and a just a normal troll sneaky body. Thanks to Open Wide Superfan Atlas Parker with the surprising answer. Next week, brace yourself. My big cousin Rach derails some myths about being a brace face. So you don't really notice them too much um, once you get used to them, but I guess at first it feels like your mouth is a little bit heavier than usual, um, and you kind of have to get used to the feeling inside your mouth, um, and you also have to get used to, um, you know, maybe getting food in them, cleaning them out after you eat, because sometimes it can get a little icky in there if you don't clean them and wash them after you eat. That's it for Open Wide. Keep smiling.
No. And keep smiling. Goodbye.